Hey, beautiful people. Welcome to the BU Podcast. I'm your host, Ariel Von Bretter. Hey, you guys. So for this week's episode, I get to talk with uh, Gloria Williams. And I came across her because my brother had gotten her book, Don't Forget to Be, uh, for his two daughters. And he told me about her and was like, yeah, I think she'd be great for your podcast. And I was like, okay, like, I don't know. She's a children's author. I'm not sure if it's really going to be the same sort of demographic. But I checked her out on Instagram and like immediately was like, yes, I need her on my podcast. Um, She is an artist, an author, a children's content creator, a presence advocate. Her platform is Unmute Me. And she is at the start of this Don't Forget to Be movement. And I just love it so much. Uh, My mission is all about being yourself and becoming your best self so that you can live your best life. And I really think that when you embrace who you are, then you're just going to love your life and that it all starts with like with really being you. And I love that Gloria um, has this book, Don't Forget to Be. And it's, it is so important to start with children as, you know, encouraging them to be themselves. Um, But ah, it's just a ripple effect. But anyway, you guys, I just loved our conversation so much. I hope you enjoy. I hope that you um, follow Gloria on Instagram and buy her book and check her out. I think you guys are just going to love it. Before we get into the show, I wanted to take a moment to share how I host my podcast using Anchor. It's free and easy to use. You can record and edit using your phone or computer, and then Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. It's super easy to use, and they do the work for you. I highly recommend using Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, on to the show. Hi, Gloria. Thank you so much for being on my podcast today. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah. So will you just tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are? So I am Gloria. I am an artist, an author, a children content creator, but uh, most importantly, I'm a presence advocate. And what that means is that I believe that the world would be a better place and we all have that confidence to show up and be ourselves in any situation that we are in. And so that's really has been my, my platform and my model has been unmute me. And that was rooted in as a child, I, um, as a child up until probably like 25, I didn't really speak. Like I had the ability to speak, but I was, my family <laughs> called me a functional mute. And so then, um, <laughs> um, I got called into ministry and the church at the time, they used to call me a, a mute with a message. And then I had released my first album and it was entitled Unmute Me. And so that has just become my, my motto and it's evolved because at first I thought it was just my voice, but God has shown me it was literally my presence. I wasn't I, I would be in different places, but I wasn't fully there. Like I wasn't fully present in my environment. And that was like rooted insecurities and, and everything. So like, so right now my platform is just to encourage everyone to be confident in themselves so that they can show up, so they can be present in any atmosphere they're in. Oh my gosh. I, I love that so much. Um, and so what kind of flipped that switch for you to be like, all right, I'm going to release this album and I'm, they're not going to like call me a mute anymore. <laughs> Woo. 
look, look <laughs> I can tell you it was not as easy as a, a flip. Like when I think it was a process. So a um, mute me came out in 2013 mm-hmm. and it's so funny. Like when I actually recorded the songs. I was so incredibly shy, like, um, and so fearful of just opening up my voice. And I've said this before, like, I I used to always sing in falsetto, mm-hmm. and um, because I was afraid of my full voice, like, I was I was just afraid of everything. And um, I use the analogy that I saw that not only in my voice, but it was in my whole life. I was living in falsetto because I was afraid to crack. I was afraid to mm-hmm. like go into unknown and so I literally was in the studio and it was um my brother produced it Kavars Brewster and we're in his studio and it was just me and him and I would still be so scared to just sing the songs I wrote (laughs) and he's in there and I was like oh my god how am I gonna sing these songs live like I literally had to like he had to punch me through the recording because like when I was singing full I was it was so uncomfortable for me yeah and know that now now I sing them live all the time I used to be like how am I gonna sing this live I can't (laughs) like record it all the way through but so it's literally have been an evolution of of me it wasn't a flip of a switch and so now is you know over seven years later and I'm finally like evolving into what you know like I, I like what I ministered in t- 2013 is like I had to like literally live it out like God had gave me that gift before I was even mature enough to like fully manifest into it and so like mm-hmm. I feel like right now I'm finally <clears throat> become like I'm finally walking in that unmuted life like I'm finally being present and showing my light and having more confidence in myself so it was not a flip of this like a process and it's the ongoing process like if you have spent majority of your life insecure majority of your life in the shadows it's always going to be uncomfortable for you to be confident for you to you know like you're always going to have face those those battles and those struggles every day so it's not like (laughs) I wish it could be a flip but right (laughs) it's not a flip (laughs) Oh, I love it. And it's, you know, I love that you share that, that, you know, it wasn't an instant thing and it's a process and it's still an ongoing thing because I mean, from watching your current videos now, I would have no idea that you had once been like afraid of doing it, even like with your own brother in a recording studio, (laughs) like I would have no idea, like your presence is just like, oh man, she's rocking it. She's great. Like (laughs) she's meant to do this. So I would have no idea. That's so I love that you shared that. And so like what kind of helped you build your confidence um, and become more present? Um, definitely God and, 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 and the supportive group around me. So I've always had, and I know it, it was divine too for the connections that I had. Cause it's always seemed like I've always had the most confident friends or most confident like people in my corner so I've always had people who pushed me or who yeah. like saw you know I used to be like God I wish I could see what they see because I would just be amazed uh, what people would um the trust people would have in me or you mm-hmm. know like and how they would talk about me and stuff and I'm just like what like at first <laughs> I thought that because I was so shy because I didn't really speak that like I wasn't as memorable or like you know I you know people that I didn't really have I, people didn't really see a lot in me but people saw 
stuff in me, even though, you know, I thought I was <laughs> invisible, but other people around me. So it was like, God put people in my life who saw the light in me. And so like, um, and the ones who have been like my family, my friends who've known me through the mute stage into now, they are always amazed. And they're always a, like telling people like, you know, you really like, she would not say anything. They like, <laughs> like, and so they would be amazed and I go and preach or I, or I would do like act be, or um, like sing a song, anything. It'd be, like, it'd be a different person. Like who in the world is this person? Um, in front of me because they knew how difficult it was for me to just open up my mouth and yeah. so I would say definitely have surrounding yourself with supportive people who are always uh, like motivating you and knowing like telling you can do this like even mm -hmm. though you might be scared they like continue to motivate me and yeah. um and I'm just so grateful for that yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's always so helpful to have good people around you. And it's funny how sometimes other people can see something in us that we are almost like fighting ourselves to see like, how do you even see that? Like that, that's not me. And then, then once you start actually living into it, you're like, yeah, I guess, guess that was me. They knew they saw it. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you, they would like throw me out, like not, not throw me in the bus, but they would literally like, because that's the only way I would do it. I Like they would just like throw me on the spot or they would do things like that. Like, oh, you can do it. Or like, or I remember my, my friend Charity Fisher, she had, um, she had a uh, online platform that she interviewed people and it was called Fresh Start. Mm -hmm. And she literally <laughs> called me and was like, Oh, you're gonna be on my show um Wednesday. Be you know, just come to my show. I was like, what? I was like, I was like, come to my I was like, what? And so and so it was like moments like that. And I'm so grateful. Like I look back at it and I'm like, oh my gosh, like all those steps helped me to become better. Cause I I, I love Les Brown. I like listen to his motivation. And he has this one yes. he says, like anything worth doing is worth doing badly until you get it right. And mm -hmm. And it's, so it's like, you might not know everything or how, right, how to do it right now, but it's like, you're going to get better and better every time you face that fear yeah. of just do it, just, just, just do it. Like literally <laughs> just be, and you know, like it would, you would eventually evolve, but you will not evolve if you don't do anything. So mm -hmm. it's like, uh, it's like, it's an ongoing process of learning how to be comfortable at failing and, yeah. you know, being embarrassed or whatever it may be in order for you to like really push towards your purpose. And so it's not easy. Like, <laughs> at all, <is> it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so was there, um, cause like for me growing up, people always said that like, I was shy and I like took that to heart. Cause I was just like, Oh, I must be shy. Cause other people say I am. But then I kind of realized like, I'm not shy. I'm just quiet. Like I just don't have, you know, uh, I'm not great at small talk and, you know, I like to have like deep conversations and like small one-on-one -on -one groups. And so do you think that like you were actually shy or do you feel like that was like a label put on you or have you ever thought about it? I, I knew, especially like now I've went through the work I've done, like the, you know, the, kind of like the, the the mental work and the self-work so I know that mine was rooted in insecurity and mm -hmm. so I was I just didn't believe I was good enough and and so I didn't want to be seen you know like I, I yeah. literally didn't I didn't want to you know I, I just I, I, I always struggle with my self-worth 
and my insecurities in myself it's like so it's like I just I would rather be in the background because I didn't want any spotlight to be on me so Mm -hmm. mine was and it's like I and I think now because it's been so many years that I've lived like that it's still a struggle for me in terms of like sometimes I have to like pep talk myself okay Gloria you're gonna come in here you're gonna like for the small talk and all that stuff like that because it's like the majority of my life not doing it so it's not, so it's not just like something just easily kick on of course like my friends and people who know like it's easier for me to do that but it's not like a constant everyday mood I'm in the mood to just walk in and start talking like sometimes I have to like think to myself or plan it out like okay yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I totally get it <laughs> And so what advice do you have for someone who, you know, feel has feelings of insecurity and they want to um, show up more confidently? What advice would you give them? I would um, advise them to just do, do the work to love yourself and um, to just continue to empower yourself that you, you, your presence matters mm-hmm. and your voice matters and Um, to not build your happiness or your contentment on anybody else, but um, yourself. And, um, and so I don't allow fear to, um, to stop you. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's an everyday process. Like no one, I don't think anyone believes they are perfect or their life is perfect. And so we just have to stay focused on our present (laughs) and continue to build up ourselves every day. It's an ongoing process. Like don't beat yourself up, be kind to yourself because we all going to have moments where we don't feel the best or we don't think that we're in the best predicament, but don't stay there. Like Mm -hmm. know that it's, you know, a bad moment does not have to be a bad day. It doesn't have to be a bad week. Like it's like acknowledge what it is at that moment and um, continue to just speak to yourself and um, also have have that the mindset of gratitude and I know like I like to keep the journal of gratitude or in my journal do Mm -hmm. you know gratefulness like things that you're grateful for that day to remind you okay I can do this (laughs) yeah but it's 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 literally an ongoing process and I would just say just continue to work at um, being your best and I believe it starts at a child and so that's why that's what really motivated me to get into like children content because it's so like we have so much potential to yes. help mold mold children I know a lot of my insecurities are probably developed through comparison or different things I've seen on tv or so, like and, and not having um that constant reminder of people like always like drilling into you you know like you're you're beautiful, you're, you know, like mm-hmm. empowering you at a young age. And so um, my family and stuff were amazing, but I'm saying just in, in general, in terms of like, you know, school, you're surrounding, you're so like, yeah, you watch, like all those different things, it matters. And so um, I just believe like starting at that young age, starting to like empower young people and letting them know that they are worth it and their voice matters and their presence matters that is the start so they can have that foundation. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Like it starts as a child and, you know, I think like that's something that we all kind of realize as we, you know, grow up is that like, oh man, like we have all these 
um, stories we tell ourselves and all these feelings that are rooted in, you know, stuff that happened in our childhood or just, you know, everything that's around us and that we take in and, you know, children are like sponges. They just soak up everything. So yeah, even if you have, you know, like your family being good and supportive, but like, there's so much still in the outside world that's, you know, can almost negate that. So yeah. So tell me about your book. Uh, it's called don't forget to be right. Yes. And so, um, oh goodness. So (laughs) it was actually labor of love literally during the pandemic. So I've always had, um, a dream to do, you know, children's books. And I wanted to have, you know, something evolving around music because I'm an artist. Mm -hmm. And then also I've always, from long as I know, I've always volunteered for elementary schools, like going in and you know, helping them or just coming into different act, like activities and singing and stuff with children, reading books to children. So I always had a dream to like, okay, one day I'll be reading my own book or saying, you know, singing my own songs to, yeah. um, to the children. And so it was always an idea, you know, but it was like one of those things like you always, you know, but you just never like fully pursued it. Mm-hmm. And so um, literally the week before the pandemic or before we kind of the world kind of shut down at first um I was in this class about art entrepreneurship and it was held by um a professor at Tiba Games and um just in that one link she ended up having like these zoom calls and she she um invited us to it and so long story short it's like we I had that one connection with her in that class, but the class got canceled. And um, me and another friend, we had reached out to her, asked if she could be our mentor. Uh-huh. And so she agreed. And so we had literally, we had one, um, a mentor meet like wrote up together on Zoom. And um, I believe it was May. And at the end, she was like, well, what are you working on? <laughs> like, and so <laughs> my friend Brielle, she said, well, she was working on her music, which she has now released. And, um, and I was like, well, I always wanted to write a children's. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I always wanted to write. She was like, okay, you could do that in three months. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> and, so, and I was like, well, I want to do it with a song too and stuff. And so that was like, it ended up being six months in completion of everything. But mm-hmm. it that was like literally the fire. Like she just, it just, she kind of like just said, oh, do it. And it's like, <laughs> and so I, it was, everything was unknown. I didn't know how to like, I didn't know how any of the thing worked and in terms of publishing, in terms of like getting illustrated, like what type of what style, what genre I would write. And so right. I just went through like full fledged. I was just like researching books, reading books, going online, looking at story times like to find out what genre I wanted and then thinking about which, what I was going to write about. And so when it finally evolved, I remember I had in June, I had woke up and the song was like, I woke up and I was like, Ray the deepest ocean. And I was like, well, like, and I woke up and I just like wrote down the lyrics of what I was saying. And I was like, this sounds so jazzy. So it was so different than things I've normally written. Yeah. And I was like, what is it? And then I was like, oh, wow, I can make this the book. Like it can be, um, because they do have books where it's like illustrated poems. So they have Langston Hughes books. They have Bob Marley books where they illustrated his songs. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, it will be in that genre of, and so I took that and it was like, don't forget to be. And it was just so relevant for the time because mm-hmm. the whole thing of me being a presence advocate, like that term 
Um, God gave me that term during the pandemic. Me yeah. when I was going to Zooms and I had to Ativa kept like she would like throw me out there and be like, Oh, I'm gonna unmute. Um <laughs> Glory has something to say to you. And I'm like, What? I did not say I have anything. And like, and so she would like unmute me and I would just have to like present myself. And so as I continued to do that, over like we probably had like 10 different Zoom calls with different entrepreneurs were like were the guest speakers, and she yeah. would like unmute me in Rio first, and so it eventually evolved to like I'm Glory Williams I'm a presence advocate and like yeah. I believe the world would be a better place and so the book don't forget to be I was like oh my god like it literally is it's is it's literally my platform it's saying like you all these different things that you can do in the world but do yeah. not to be yourself like the best thing that you'll ever be is yourself to be mm -hmm. present to be appreciative of that moment and because I know a lot of times we as a society, it's like, we are always like trying to see what we can do, like what we can boss up, like what's yeah. the, you know, like what we can do and achieve. And sometimes that can really um, tamper with our confidence and our security in ourselves. Cause we feel like, well, what if I don't have that? Or like, it's like, we're never satisfied. Mm -hmm. like, we always think that our, our success or our joy, or our happiness is attached to doing things or achieving things. But the best thing to do is just to be yourself like to find that harmony and peace within yourself and so that yeah. is how it started and it, it just like every moment it just kept evolving and so the character in the book is my little sister who was stillborn and her name is harmony Aww. peace and so that's how I got the tagline of on our quest for success we often forget that the greatest things in life are free to live in harmony and peace don't forget to be and so it was like, every, it was like, oh my gosh, I love it. Of, <laughs> I got chills when you said it. <laughs> every step of the way, it's like, I was learning. And I was like, I literally was like having moments where I was failing. And I'm like, oh gosh, you know, I'm just taking this risk. Like I literally took a risk. Like I didn't have investors. Like I, and you know, I was finding out how expensive it was. <laughs> like the dude of a thing. And so it was just like, it literally was. It was one of the, I, I want to say it's probably one of the most challenging um, situations I've been through, but I'm so grateful at the end result that I like literally pushed through in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle yeah. of you know, like, us figuring out what we, um, what are we going, what are we doing? And like, <laughs> I was still working and all types of stuff. And so I'm so grateful um, that it's, it's bigger, you know, it's bigger mm -hmm. than don't forget every, I want to say every step of the way it continues to grow. Like every time I've like done one thing is like, God showed me something else in it that is bigger than that just platform. And so it's starting with children and, and encouraging them to shine their light in the mm -hmm. world, but it's a universal message. And, um, and I'm just so grateful for it and I'm so grateful for I believe it's a movement yeah. <laughs> so I'm Sorry. gonna I want to go back a little bit because I do want to get to into like where you see this going but so when you were um in the process of like writing this book and you're facing these challenges of like how do I get it a lot of expenses and stuff like that like what kept you going like why were you why are you like all right I'm, I'm gonna keep pushing through like this is meant to be how like tell me about that so honestly because it was so many moments when I was like I am I'm not doing it like it was just so it was so much and 
the thing that kept me going was I kept thinking about the children. I was thinking about mm. my little sister and like I literally would like pray for the children. Like I believed that and I, I believe that this book, that the movement, that the words, that the song, that it would, it's going to help someone. Like I, it was like, I would literally say little things like this book is going to help someone who thought it was about to commit suicide. Yeah. Love themselves. Like I, I literally was like thinking of all those scenarios and I was like praying for them. Like this is like, and it was so crazy. Like all those moments where I felt like I, like this is like, okay, I need to just walk away. It was always little things. It's like, it was like yeah. the big things work out and then little, little wrenches. And I'm just like, oh my God, are you serious? <laughs> like, it's like, I knew it, it had to be powerful because it's like when so many little things like a thrown in I'm like, okay, this. It, this must be something way bigger than just a children's book you know this mm-hmm. it has to be bigger because why is the world like uh <laughs> conspiring against me to don't don't want me to just create this children's you know like yeah and so I I literally like that was the encouragement like if I did not have that why of like thinking of the children and the people mm-hmm. that it would impact like I was thinking like the children I was like if someone's parents gonna pick this up and they had a long date like I literally was just like visualizing what it would be and what <laughs> what it would yeah. do and, you know, the greater purpose in it and I was like come on Gloria like it's bigger than you like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know and so that is what kept me going because I tell you it was so many moments I'm just like you know what so were you ever were you ever like like god why did you give me this mission like why is this on me yeah yes I was (laughs) because I mean a part of it was because it was so much that unknown like I I didn't know any part you know all this is brand new to me and Mm -hmm. so that on top of the creative process in general, like as a creator, when you create things a lot, you are, you already have that level of like, you don't know if people will get it, you know? Like, right. Like, and so for it to not only have that element of, okay, I created this, like when people even get this, like when I, every time I create a song, I'm like, what does it, is this the, you know, will it get it? And so like when people receive like, oh my God, that was like, I, I have no idea because it's so like, it's so foreign. Like, it's like, right. I know I receive it, but will people get it? And like, and even in the, the, the lyrics and the poem is so much deeper than just the plain words. And, mm-hmm. and it's like, I wonder if people will get the deeper meaning. Like in, and so like, it's like yeah. all those aspects on top of, okay, I just don't even know the logistics of this, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, finding, you know, illustrators, like doing your copyrights and doing, you know, all these different things and just having all those pieces together and then like building the business part of it and making sure, you know, your website, like I had to do all this stuff, you know, like yeah. <laughs> it was, a, it was a lot. <laughs> like, and I didn't like, <laughs> I'm just like grateful I made it through, but it was so, it was a lot. It was many weeks. Like I want to say when it when got to the, near the end of me finishing the pictures or like the illustrations of it, mm-hmm. um, I was like probably averaging like two or three days a week where I stayed up the whole day. Like, yeah, I did not sleep. And it, it, it became, it was so bad that it became, that was like my norm. Like, mm-hmm. and so my family, like they had noticed like, Gloria, do you need help? Like what's like, they noticed because like, I just didn't have sleep. Like I was still like, I still had my job. I still had, you know, 
family, you know, that I was there for family functions and all, you know, all different things yeah. like that. And, and so it was like, it was a whole lot. And so I'm grateful that, <laughs> that I got through, but you know, this is just one step, but I'm, I'm grateful. So yeah. tell me about once the book um, was released, what kind of response have you gotten from it? Oh, I was so grateful for the response and even like down to the illustration. So I found an illustrator and she's actually in um, Italy. Like she's an Italian illustrator. Oh, wow. And it was, I, I got her off of, um, I found off Instagram, but she also had an account on Fiverr, Fever. I always pronounce it. Like, what? <laughs> um, and so I had ordered a book, um, ordered some illustrations from off of the platform from her. And she, um, I don't think she's ever done anything in this capacity, like, especially like not a, um, a, not a character, a black character, mm-hmm. um, a children or whatever. And so um, I had did it and I did it in batches and I ended up becoming, um, getting a, getting the photo, getting Photoshop myself. And so I like ordered all source files and I literally went through each picture <laughs> and like, I learned how to like, you know, edit and like do little edits and illustrations. I went through each picture to change it to like, to make sure like everything was like concise. And so that took, right. that took a long time because it, you know, that I'm not naturally illustrated. So I had to like learn the system and stuff like that. And so for me to, when people's response to the pictures and how they were just like, Oh my God. Cause the illustrator is amazing. But then yeah. like um, I went in and I did like other details. Like I made a logo. I put like different things on harmony because even though she's not introduced in the book, mm-hmm. I have like her necklace where has her H on it. And I have, um, you know, and she's a superhero. I have it on her chest. So I like put little, um, you know, little hints inside the book. And yeah. so for people to see it and appreciate it, I was just like, Oh my gosh. And, and a, even a greater response from it is like I knew when I originally was right I was like it's a girl character so I think you know probably only g- girls are going to be inspired by this like even though the 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 song and you know the movement is going to be bigger I, I was thinking that the book um would just you know would just gravitate towards little girls right and and God really helped me in that and like challenged my thinking with that because um since then I've like joined an organization called Children Media Association and um they had stories about people um, and representation um, in children media. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like why, why do, unless you, unless it's a white man, because like growing up, a lot of the characters were just little white boys. And right. that was, and they were icons for everybody. No one, like when, no, when you see a book and it has a little white boy on it, you don't say this is just for boys. Right, yeah. But you see a little black girl or, you know, a a little Asian girl, you know, like you think that that's just for people who look exactly like them. And so that's how I said, like every moment of it, it got bigger and bigger because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm about to like, it's it's bigger than that. Like, so even though the book, yes, it is inspiring young black girls, but it's it's bigger than just inspiring them that they see someone like them, but they see Mm -hmm. that you have the potential being exactly who you are to change the world. Like yeah. not change, you don't have to change who you are to change where you are. And like, and I'm just like, oh my gosh. And as soon as God gave me that revelation, uh, uh, a customer had posted a picture and um, she, her son, and, and she had, and in the caption, it said, little boys need girl 
girl characters too a girl and I was just like oh my it was literally like the day after and so yes. I was like oh my gosh and so like that to me is so amazing how mm-hmm. sometimes we can we can limit what we think our potential is or we think our, our light is right. and I said no it's so much greater than it like just you know like you, maybe because you you know you see yourself and you think that you can probably only only people who get me is, you know, a girl or, you know, or a black girl who, you know, like someone who's just like me, but no, it's, it's bigger than that. Like, and so I was so blown away by that response that the customer that I thought would be the most, you know, the target, they, you know, it was broader than that. Like the customer was broader than what I envisioned. And so I was just really, really, (laughs) I was really excited to just just see responses I have so much footage that I've been collecting so that I can share and post of like people sending me children um like reading my book and how excited they were opening the book and it's just been so helpful and so joyful because even you know like I said it's it's an everyday thing of mm-hmm. like having the confidence to continue to go on and and like those posts and those you know comments they come at the right time of like yes. okay yeah like <laughs> your sacrifice is not in vain your investment is not in vain like you are changing lives you are impacting lives even when you don't know it and so yeah uh, I love that confirmation yeah it's always so good like when you think one thing and it's funny how we do limit ourselves and think like oh it's only gonna be this and if it if I can just do this and like that's fine but then you know oh, like it's for boys too. Like they're enjoying it and it's going to be bigger than what I thought. (laughs) That's just so awesome. And then, so let's talk about, um, you know, you're saying earlier about how it like really kind of turning into this movement. Tell me more about what you want this impact of the book to leave and just kind of like what this movement kind of looks like for you. So um, I really want... I believe it's a movement of liberation. And so I say that in terms of like how I just shared how <clears throat> when God showed me the the difference of like the mentality of I think like our culture um, that we, you know, patriarchal society, we have been like kind of trained as what success looks like. And mm-hmm. like throughout generations, generations, it used to be, you know, the top, the primal success was a white man, you know, like what could get what they could achieve and yeah. it didn't look like anything else and so but now you know we have you know a, a, a woman of color vice president we have you know like yes. we have so many examples of we we are success you know and, and and we're not limited by just how we look or the gender or you know our sexual orientation like we're not limited by anything like we we are who we are and we are great period you know we're not great in spite of you know and, right. and so i i believe this movement is just to encourage everyone that you know you literally do not have to change who you are like you have the potential to be great to um to influence everyone around you by being yourself not trying to be anyone else like we can redefine what success looks like like yeah. and, and so that's why I say it's, it's a, a movement of liberation because like when that that moment when <laughs> when God gave me the revelation about the you know the young black like the, my character is a young black girl and she's mm-hmm. gonna change like she has the potential to change the world 
the the words literally word I wrote in my journal anytime you bound the resound of someone's glory you are an oppressor and so like Ooh. what that meant to me is like okay you can create something and say you know you can have intentions to be like oh you know she's going to encourage young black girls mm-hmm. but you you don't have to say only you know what I'm saying like you just yeah. say like because she is she could be an icon. She, you know, like she, she, she can, she's going to motivate. And like, and so it's like, it's, but it's going to take our, you know, we have to reprogram how we think. And so when I saw the little boy and he was a little white boy enjoying my book and for his mom to say, it's one of his favorite books to read. I was just Aww. like, oh my gosh. And so that's what really motivated me to uh, charge your content because we have the potential to liberate our children. Like they don't have to be um, bound by the the perspectives and stuff that have been drilled on us to make us feel insecure in our right. environments. Like they are, are in a in a great state. Like you know, like prejudices are learned. You know, like mm-hmm. and a lot of things that we you know insecurities, all those different. Things, some of them are just like learned behaviors. But if we have that potential to get them at this this innocent state, where you know like they just see beautiful you know yeah beautiful art, they just see like yeah. the beautiful message. They're not looking at color or you know a gender. Like they just see the message, and if we can get ourselves to do that, and that's why I feel like that's the whole move is just to like be yourself, like you can change the world like yes you exactly who you are exactly what color you are exactly what gender you are you can change the world and to be confident in who god called you to be and you know what you were born into and so i'm i'm so grateful for every little thing that is going to evolve into like i have yeah. no idea like what the next steps are but i had no idea when that day in june i woke up and god was saying praise the deepest ocean i had no idea that that was going to evolve to, like talking about liberation and like <laughs> all these different things and i was like oh god like all my background was like coming all together and mm-hmm. things like making sense like <laughs> so <laughs> so like I'm grateful for where it's going to, where it's going to go. I'm open to wherever God leads it. And um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love it. And so, I mean, like, do you have plans to write another book or have you even like thought about it? So um, before I write another book, I do have plans. So like I, um, I had this thing, I, I created it over <laughs> the pandemic too, because I used to always volunteer in elementary schools and I, I really missed it. So I created this yeah. thing called Classroom Virtually. And so I had my first one doing Christmas and I, and it was a success. Like I got to pop up in people in um, classrooms and it was great because I even got to go out of the state because I was virtual now. So like right. my, my audience has expanded. And so as I was doing that, I was just like, well, I know the cho- like teachers right now in this moment, they're, you know, frustrated and, mm-hmm. you know, they, they've been doing a lot. And so I really want to be motivated to help them and create some curriculum, um, some curriculum based things based on don't forget to be that will help them like um, in their SOLs and different things. Just yeah. great um, some more fun elements to it and so like that is what I'm working on now is just developing some some lessons and some things that I can like tie in like um, I'm asking teachers like what do you need or what what are you teaching your children what do you need help with and like building you know a lesson around that so I so when I pop up in their classes I can help them 
learn their class, but at the same time, like in a fun way, like incorporating music and poetry. Right. And, right. So I'm, I'm excited about that. And like I said, it's like, <laughs> it's so crazy. Like things are just coming together. So these were things that I were already doing, but it was like, I, at one time I just felt like, okay, this might be random. My life, I just do all these things, but it's like, things are like coming together. Like it's making yeah. sense. So, Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I love when things come together of like, yeah. you know, like when you look back and all of your de- your dots have been connected of like, oh, this is why these things happened in my life. And, you know, it's for my future and for my purpose that I'm supposed to be in. So I always, yes. I always think that's like really cool. Is there a message that you would like to share with the audience today? Um, I, I just want to just remember to encourage them that your presence matters and your voice matters. So in every situation, every day, find that courage to stand up, to show up, to speak up and to be. Unmute me. And what unmute me is, is just let your light shine because the world needs it. And um, we, we need your light and your light is necessary. So wake up every day with the confidence that you matter and you are needed. Oh my gosh. I love it. That's so good. (laughs) And where can people um, find you and find your book and everything? So um, you can find me and my book is on my website is www.iamgloriawilliams.com. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram at I am Gloria Williams. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I will, you know, put that information in the show notes so people can connect with you. And this has just been such a great, inspiring, like uplifting conversation. I've loved it. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the BU podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with your friends and write me a review. I would love to hear from you. And you can find me on Instagram at beautifulchick or on my website, beautifulchick.com. Remember, be you, be beautiful. <laughs>